Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Poets Day podcast brought to you by Ardex.co.uk. We are all about the industry, right? We want to talk to all of the the guys and the girls, International Women's Day and all that, uh, that are doing flooring all around the country. We want to hear kind of a little bit about how they started, uh, how they're doing and a little funny story at the end of it. Today we're mixing it up and we have Charlie from SM Flooring. Charlie, how are you? Not too bad actually today. Not too bad. Sun's shining. It's nice day out there. Yeah, spring is on its way, right? Definitely. I can smell it. Uh, so, Charlie, I mean, normally, right, we speak to business owners. Now, you work for SM Flooring, uh, yeah. and I think it's is that Shane? Yeah, that is Shane. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I think he's on. A, he's been on a previous episode before. Uh, but you are an apprentice, so you're you're yeah, the first yeah, apprentice that we have had uh, on the show. So welcome. Uh, I feel honoured. Yeah, cool, man. So let, let's let's kind of crack straight on. So tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get into flooring? So I originally started working with Shane's dad. So I was just after a bit of like Saturday work when I was in the holidays at school. So yeah. I started working with his dad here and there for about six weeks ish, and then I started doing a little bit of work with Shane just a couple of jobs here and there and then it got to when I was doing my A-levels and Shane needed someone with him he decided to give me a text and see if I wanted to start doing Saturdays or days I could during the weird lockdown phase where you could only go yeah. out for certain reasons oh this was what early 2021 you're saying yeah it was yeah yeah around so then. Start, a lot, start of last year kind of thing yeah and then he just asked me if I wanted to stop my A-levels and start a proper apprenticeship with him and from there I had a couple of weeks having an hour about it and then yeah I decided to sack in my A-levels and start working for Shane. Far out okay Let, let's let's dial that back a bit let's let's talk about the A-levels piece right that is a brave decision yeah to, really to drop your A-levels right yeah now I don't have any A-levels either right? I left school at 16 went straight into work uh, but this was like <clears throat> 25 30 odd years ago right yeah but now there's such an onus on secondary or higher education, right? Yeah. How, there is. How, how did that process go? Did you speak to your parents and oh, go, yeah. I'm off to be a tradie, see you later? Or did they take it all right? So it was a couple of weeks after he'd asked me that I, I still couldn't make a decision. I was yeah. other than our, because obviously I was a year into my A-levels. That was a year's worth of work. I was just going to let go to waste. Yeah. For a job that I'd only been doing for a few weeks. So it was, but I really enjoyed it. it. was the only thing that was still drawing me to it. And then I realised at the end of the day, the A-levels that I was doing, I wasn't going to be able to get a decent job that I really liked. Sure. Well, what, I, what were you doing? What A-levels did you pick? I was doing A-level geography, English literature and graphics. And disregarding flooring, what did you want to be when you grew up? I was going to be a graphic designer. That's, okay. what, I, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, having that, uh, you know, you were going into graphic design. Isn't it a little bit now doing graphic design on the LVT, etc.? Yeah, so when we're doing like on the LVT side of things, you get the odd customer that wants like a big motif in the middle of their floor yeah. or something like that. And it's, Pushing boundaries and stuff. Yeah, that's a lot of design work. So that's the sort of thing that would be the same as what I would be doing, yeah. which is quite handy anyway. Yeah, so there's still an element there. So obviously you went to your parents, right? And yeah. you said... Right, I'm, I'm a year in, and now I want to go and start laying floor. 
How, yeah. how did they take it? Were they supportive or for for them a couple of weeks when we were they were very very unsure because obviously doing your A levels you got it's a, yeah. it's a stable form of learning so you're always gonna for them two years you have got them learning years but when you're out doing a trade or something if you're not good enough you, you're not good enough yeah sure so it was a lot more unstable to take the offer than it was to stay at school so there was a lot of decision making going on for a couple of weeks yeah i bet uh, and then that was it so obviously you kind of like you you, you were doing your a levels and then you might have gone to university as well after that right so there's still probably yeah, another three four years worth of training yeah. after that before you actually start you know boots on the ground yeah there was yeah definitely but, but you decided to do a practical apprenticeship, like an act, not, not just being an apprentice, but you've actually gone, I would assume, through the formal channels of being an apprentice for SM4, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I have. And, and how was that process? How was, obviously, SM Flooring would have been quite supportive in bringing you on board and I would assume doing all the paperwork and administration and stuff like that. But what about actually going through the mill, going, you know, actually being an apprentice? How has that been over the last what 12 months now you say yeah it was so the first six months it was more i was learning what different things are how to do different things but more yeah. of like a, a watching sort of scenario yeah so sure little, like training side and what, yeah. uh, was it, this is full-time uh yeah it is yeah full-time five days a week saturdays if i'd like yeah and it's just there's a there is a lot of pressure on me, obviously, because I I want to do the best I can and I want to be out doing it on my own. Yeah. But it's more obviously because we do a lot of different things like laminate and LVTs and carpets, there is a lot to learn. So it's yeah. all loads of different fields we do at different times and things. So it's a lot to learn. And how and how have you found it over the past kind of you know, twelve months? Because obviously when you when you were doing the odd Saturday morning here and there when you're doing your A levels, it's probably all right. It's probably like a bit of cash in hand or at least a you know a pay packet on a Saturday that you're going yeah. to spend on Weatherspoons and it's super easy, right? You don't need to worry about it. Too oh much. yeah, yeah. Now it's 40 hours a week and you've got you know PAYE to pay. So yeah. how 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 is that transition to go from part-time you know, spending your money that day to full time. Actually, now you're in a career of it. So it was it was a massive um, wake up call, really, because for the for the last year I hadn't really been working. To all of a sudden being full time doing stuff every single day, yeah. not being home till late, getting up early was a massive shock to the system. Yeah, but after a while, it sort sort of started getting a little bit easier, and it's yeah. just sort of now it's sort of becoming a routine now well, that's good i mean that's like yeah that's the, that's the the general rat race right and i yeah. think uh would you recommend it to other kids of your age right because there, you know it, it must worry you know mums and dads out there uh you know of people cutting a levels halfway through like i said i'm i'm not i'm indifferent around secondary education higher education right i i i've got to where i am now where without anything past gcse's yeah Uh, i don't necessarily put an onus on that college and university kind of side right uh but to kind of go halfway through it and then completely change careers i mean my hat comes off to you that's you know it's a really brave decision to do uh but what you know w- would you recommend it is it going well do you see a better future for yourself now being in this industry now that you've kind of thrown in that whole graphic design quote unquote? yeah so when i was doing my a levels it was all 
purely and simply because I didn't have any other options. Yeah. So I was, I wanted to do something with graphics and drawing and all that sort of design work, but I had no clue where I was going to go, what I was going to be doing. But then on the other side of the coin, coming here and working for Shane, I knew exactly what I'd be doing. And then that's a career ahead of me rather yeah. than I'm in an R for the next few years, going to college or university. More and more debt. A, yeah, to get a degree in graphic design and then leave and go, well, now well, I've got to go and find a job. Back shelves at Tesco. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, so really what you're saying is that there's you there is more certainty now in your career path. Yeah. By, uh, you know, in comparison to when you kind of say, not that we're saying ditch your A-levels, everybody, go and do an no, apprentice. yeah, definitely not. But there's still an education piece that you're going through, right? So what, what do you do? What, what, what's your, what's your favourite part now of what you do? What do you really enjoy? Obviously, the listeners don't know that Shane's actually in the room with you right now, kind of like leering over you. But what, what, what's your favourite thing? What, what do you really enjoy doing as part of the flooring side of it? I really enjoy doing LVT side of things because there's a lot, there's a lot more... Um, freedom and things with customers designs and things so i would love to be able to do like a big herringbone design with double borders and stuff like that for all week every yeah. forever that would satisfy me brilliant and do you see that kind of happening more and more obviously you've only you know you've been on the ground for a little while but do you see people pushing boundaries in terms of creative design on the floor all sort of things we we do we try and push it for customers because if you push it for the customer because maybe they're unaware on how creative you can be yeah yeah that's it so we'll go into a place they want it on the 45 degree with a border we're like well why don't you get like your family name or like a compass or something design work inside the floor yeah just to make it pop or something like that and they're like oh well we did actually know you could do that yeah it's them sort of things that sort of make the job a lot more exciting yeah and what about i mean are there other people that you know about this because i you know i used to years and years ago used to work for a guy called pikey joe right uh, just oh. joe to, just joe to his face uh, uh, but he dealt with antiques and what in, in that industry it was always old guys right 50 60 year olds that were dealing with antiques there were never any young people coming up through the ranks dealing with antiques right understandable because it's relatively boring and a bit dusty and yeah. what would happen is like the the antique industry uh, would kind of like fade out because there's no youth coming into it. What I see now, specifically around people taking their own actions, taking actions into their own hands around their career, sees that there's more youth coming into this industry now, doing flooring, etc. Yeah, having a trade. You know, there's less. You know, there, there used to be a bit of a rap to say, "Our oh, trade is less of a job, right? You're just getting your hands dirty." Yeah, definitely. But nowadays, I think it's way more important. People are investing way more in a physical trade than oh, they yeah, are definitely. on a computer, right? Yeah. So with my with school, there was a few people that were like me. They just didn't know what they wanted to do, and they obviously had no money coming in or anything. So yeah. they'd have left school, gone to uni, and got all this debt. And then never had anything to back them up with. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'd, for the people that know exactly what they want to do and what Good job enough, they yeah. want to get and what degrees they need or whatever they need, I'd, I'd go for it. But if yeah. you don't know what you want to do, g- give it a go. Yeah, That's man. All I can suggest. Great bit of advice there. Where, where, where do you see yourself? It sounds a bit of a cliche interview question. Where do you see yourself 
in a couple of years' time? What do you want to be doing? Let's say five, ten years' time. Shane's a bit older. You know, he's, he's, he's letting you drive the van. Like, what, where, where do you see yourself going? So hopefully in a few years' time, I see myself helping. I want to get Shane off his knees. And I want to start helping him expand his business as much as he wants it, as big as he wants it to be, really, and try yeah. and find some suitable fitters for him and that sort of things. Because there's there's not many that that are out there that are like really, really enthusiastic, and none that are like I've never met anyone like Shane who's so enthusiastic about his job. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a, I mean, the same goes for you, right? There's, I've got a lot, lot of respect for yourself because obviously you're still quite young. You've made that massive decision to leave education kind of halfway through to focus on an actual career direction. Uh, and you're crushing it. You've got future goals. You, you're really enjoying it. It's, you know, it's a great wage. So, I mean, absolute kudos. You know, you're, you're a good representative of youth going into a physical trade and not focus, not putting down all of their chips on education, right? Yeah. So, well, well I mean, it's, it's a great example, mate. You're a great example. Tell me, to kind of cap off the episode, uh, a funny story, right? You've obviously been in and out of, out of people's houses. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, so we've, had, we've had some serious stories in the past. Like one guy, he, he moved, he was doing the bathroom and he moved the toilet into the bedroom just while he was doing the floor. And the old guy probably didn't, you know, know exactly what was going on. Accidentally went number twos in the toilet that was in oh, the bedroom. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of stuff, right? So give me give me a bit of an example of, of something funny that's happened over the past kind of six to twelve months. So it was it was the early days of when I'd started. So it was only a few months in, and I hadn't really got the gist of everything just yet. Right. And we were doing sort of like a size all koi matting carpet. It was down um, in the middle of nowhere, sort of thing. And we you have to fully stick it to the underlay. So there I am, just quite happily gluing this bit of carpet out and I accidentally glued myself into a corner. <laughs> so I'm stood in this corner and you have to get the whole coverage before you can let it go off. Sure, then yeah. I, then I notice there's a cupboard behind me. So I think, oh, it's fine. I'll just go in the cupboard. And then to my luck, open the cupboard and there's a big boiler in there. Brilliant. So I have to sort of like hug this boiler with a spreader in one hand and the glue tub in the other for 15 minutes whilst this glue goes off. Mate, that, that is outstanding. I mean, Shane, stood, Shane stood there taking photos and laughing at me. I mean, I mean what else are you going to do, right? Well, that, I, I, I don't blame him. I'd have done the same. No, no one's making the teas and coffees for 15 minutes, right? So no, you might, exactly. as well, might as well take a photo and, and, yeah. and shout out, yeah. Mate, um, cracking story. So I, so I think moral of the story is if you know exactly what you're doing when you're at college or university, if you've got a direct goal already, absolutely go for it, right? Oh, yeah, but definitely. If you're, if you're unsure, if you don't know where to go, then give something a go. You know, like you said, yeah. you're still doing that graphic design. There's still that creativity in yeah. your goal right now. Uh, and that's probably really what the heart of what your original goal was, right, was expressing your creativity. Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, and now you're going through an apprenticeship. You're already starting a career journey early. You're kind of like two or three years ahead of everybody else. And you've got a lot less debt, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Huge. Hey, Charlie, it's been great chatting to you. Uh, so if people want to get in touch with you to just like talk about how you went through the apprenticeship or even some flooring from SM Flooring, how do people get in touch? Uh, so we've got a telephone number. Yeah, hit me. What's the, what's the phone number? 077. Yeah. Four six nine double one four nine three. I see you've uh, memorised that by heart. That's good. Oh yeah, definitely. 
And uh, we've also got a shop down in Dover on 36 Territory Avenue, Dover, Kent. Uh, and what's the web address? Can we, can we test you with the web address as well? Info at smflooringsolutions.co.uk. Mate, 10 out of 10. Trying to be proud. Uh, hey, look, thanks very much, Charlie, mate. You've been, you've, you've been a great guest. Uh, listeners, thanks very much for tuning in. This has been the Poets Day podcast brought to you by Ardex. You can check out all the other episodes. We are currently halfway through season two. Wherever you get your podcast from, Google, Apple or Spotify. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you again next time. Cheers. Cheers.